Today, I'm going to tell you a story about space, the area above, around the Earth, planet Earth, where the stars and the planets are found. The story is called The Spaceman. I'm going to tell this story in two parts. Today, part one. And this is a B1 level recording with lots of useful B1 language in it. And I will start off with telling you a few words related, connected to the subject of space. Here we go. Hello and welcome to Practicing English. My name is Mike Bilber and these are podcasts for students of English at B1 or B2 levels. For transcripts, please go to practicingenglish.com. Okay, so just a few words then before I start the story, which you can listen out for. For example, the word planet and the planets are those round bodies which go around the sun. In English, starting from the sun and moving outwards, they are called Mercury and then Venus and then the planet Earth and then Mars. Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune. Now that's eight. When I was a boy, there was another planet called Pluto, the furthest planet away from the sun. But now they say it's not a planet. And so we say there are eight planets in our solar system where the planets are that go around the sun. A spaceship is a vehicle, like a plane, an aeroplane, which flies through space. And in space, of course, we have those little points of light called stars, bright stars. Now, on this spaceship, we have a, a windscreen, which is really the front window, like you get in a car or a bus. That front window that you look out of if you are the driver or the pilot of a spaceship. That is called the windscreen. And on this uh, spaceship, well, there's a computer, of course, and... On the computer, you can download programs. So to download is to get a file or a program from somewhere else down to your computer. That is to download. And by the way, the opposite is to upload. If you send something from your computer to a platform, which isn't on your computer. Talking about computers, you will have a screen 
which is the little window that you look through to see your information. And that information on the screen is called a display. A display. And often we need a password to access different programs or platforms on the internet. And in this story we have the word social networks. Social networks, which are companies such as Facebook and Instagram, for example, where we can interact, we can exchange information with friends, family and other people. And in this uh, spaceship, you have to plan a route, R-O-U-T-E, and you need to know which direction you are going in, which way you are going, that way, this way, this direction, that direction. And the last word is fuel, F-U-E-L, and fuel is what is used to make a spaceship or any vehicle, really, go along. It could be petrol, it could be diesel, electricity, nuclear power. Okay, so that's enough for the vocabulary. I'm going to start the first part of the story then. The Spaceman by M. A. Bilber. This recording is copyright. Max Headroom felt very annoyed as he looked out of the side window of his tiny spaceship. He could clearly see the red paint falling off the back wings. Max remembered the words of the advertisement. At his local spaceship garage. Special offer this week only: small-sized spaceships painted at half price. Why hadn't he taken his spaceship to the garage last week? Now it would be too late for the special offer. Max turned away from the side window and looked forward through the front windscreen. Bright stars filled the space ahead of him. It was another wonderful weekend away in space for Max. He really looked forward to his weekends. Max opened the computer screen and turned on the display. He could now see the space social network groups and who was online. Max found a few of his friends. Decker was in his own ship. He had just left the planet Gonda. Baxter and Bleeper had been in space since Thursday and were close by. Max touched Decker's avatar on the screen. Decker replied immediately. Hi there, Max. How are you? said Decker. Fine, answered Max. Good to hear from you, Decker. 
Let's do some space travel. Sure, said Decker. I'll contact Baxter and Bleeper. The space cowboys are gonna have fun. Wahoo! They enjoyed going to the typical holiday planets around Vega, with their hot and sunny weather, luxury hotels, enormous swimming pools, and noisy nightclubs. However, Max and his friends chose to go to a completely different planet this time, a planet called Blue Water. Not many people travelled there, and Max had to choose a different flight route. First of all, he had to fly past the planet Darkhole, which was where strange non-humans lived in dirty, smelly houses. They hated visitors from other planets, and if they had the chance, they would attack and rob them. Even the space police wouldn't go to Planet Darkhole. Max flew straight past Darkhole without stopping. He had enough fuel for the whole weekend and didn't need to stop before getting to Blue Water. Then Max realized he wasn't sure of the way. He couldn't remember this part of space, so he opened Google Space Maps, but it didn't work. As usual, it was a habit Max had. He always tried to connect to Google, but nobody used that application anymore. So Max downloaded an app called SpaceGo onto the ship's computer using the spaceship's Wi-Fi. He wrote in his password, and the app worked perfectly. But Max didn't like what he saw on the app. There were strange space-time doors in this part of space. If you travelled through one of them, you could find yourself in temporary future or past time zones. That meant you could leave one time and go into another. Max changed the direction of his spaceship and planned a route to avoid. The space-time doors. He hoped he had planned the route properly. Suddenly, he heard a noise. It came from his bedroom next to the flight cabin. The noise sounded like somebody coughing. <coughs> Max knew he was alone in the spaceship. What was that coughing sound? So he got up. And walked towards the back, opened the door of his bedroom, and looked in. Everything seemed normal: the wardrobe, a chest of drawers, the bedside table, and some pictures on the wall of him and his ex-wife. But there was somebody in the room. An elderly man was sitting on Max's bed. He was about eighty years old. He was dressed in a shirt and trousers, and was wearing a tie. On his feet, he was wearing bedroom slippers. Max looked carefully at the man, and he realized his face was familiar. He'd seen him somewhere before. "Who are you?" 
asked Max, surprised. And what are you doing in my bedroom? The old man looked at Max angrily. It's not a question of who I am, he answered. It's a question of who you will be. What are you talking about? asked Max. It's quite simple, said the old man. I was you, and you will be me. And he looked at Max seriously. I don't know what you're talking about. Now Max was angry. Get out of my ship. I can't, said the old man, until we leave this temporary space-time door. You're in the future, or I'm in the past. I'm not sure which. Then Max suddenly realized what had happened. He had flown through a space-time door by accident. He now saw who the old man was. It was him in the future. The future Max. Max as an elderly man of 80 years old. Max walked into the bedroom and switched on a light so he could see the old man's face better. He didn't have much hair and the little hair he had was white. He also had a moustache and a short white beard. Max looked at the old man's tie and then at his slippers. Why are you dressed like that? asked Max. Because I was just going out, replied the old man. I was getting dressed when this happened. I was going to the opera to see Tosca. I was going by myself again. You're going to be a lonely man, Max. I am a lonely man. Max looked down at his hands. He was now 32 years old. He wondered what his hands would look like when he was 80. He then realized the old man's hands were his hands in the future. Max looked up. Why are you lonely, old man? Don't call me old man, you fool! And don't say, why are you lonely? Say, why will you be lonely? You'll be lonely, Max, because your wife, our wife, left you, left us. She left, and you did nothing to get her back, you fool. The old man looked around the bedroom. Look, you've got photos of her in your spaceship bedroom. We loved her, didn't we, Max? But we wasted our time flying about in space while she sat at home alone and unhappy. And that's the end of part one of The Spaceman. Come back in a few days' time to enjoy part two. Goodbye for now. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. 
You may also enjoy my book, The Tudor Conspiracy, for B1 and B2 students. Come over to practicingenglish.com and click on the Tudor Conspiracy link.